My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, the 24th day of January, 2024, coming to you from a little soggy forest, Virginia, right outside of Lynchburg. Had some showers most of the night and this morning. Looks like we're going to have a few hours with no rain and some more showers coming in this afternoon. Hopefully, I can get out and run a couple errands uh, today, like going to the bank and filling up the car, you know, things like that to get ready to leave on Friday. Then tomorrow, I'll have to worry about is, you know, packing and loading the car and everything. So, and some of that's done already. I'm actually ahead of myself from my normal standpoint. All right, so Friday, we'll have a little bit different schedule for the show. Uh, Probably we'll do it early, like uh, 7.30 to 8 o'clock or so in the morning, live. Then it'll be up at 11 o'clock for those of you that join us at 11. Uh, It'll be up for the replay then, so uh, it shouldn't uh, affect too many people. A number of you that are up in the morning have, have joined me in the past, so know, come on, if you're up and about. Uh, So that'll be Friday morning. And then, of course, I'll leave Friday. Uh, Double-checked everything. I got hotels Friday night uh, in South Carolina and Saturday night. And uh, actually, I'm in Cocoa Beach on Saturday night and then drive over to the ports, 15-minute drive or so on Sunday to get on the Epic for a Passion for Cruises, USA Solos, hosted cruise. Looking forward to a nice group of folks. Looks like it's going to be a fun group. So I'm really excited about it. Then, you know, the following Sunday when we get off the Epic, I jump in my car and drive down to Miami. I stay at a hotel in Miami. And then on Monday, I get over on the MSC Magnifica for another little hosted group. This one is my hosted group as opposed to Passion for Cruises USA solos. So 
Uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's what's happening ahead. Of course, as you know, I'll be doing the show every day uh, as we go. Uh, I do know that uh, Epic has a pretty decent Wi-Fi system from people that have been on it in the past. I don't know about Magnifica until I get on board and see, although I didn't have any troubles uh, with the Wi-Fi on uh, Meraviglia. So this last time. Uh, I'm getting in a little different position, folks. I was actually contacted by one of the PR firms to see if I would be interested in hosting uh, some folks from down in the Galapagos Islands. And I said, well, yeah. So I'm not sure if we'll get that set up while I'm gone or after I get back, but we'll have a, a guest one day from the Galapagos, which that's terrific that, uh, you know, they're coming to me now to, to get on the show, get on the podcast. So I'd like to see that. All right, we do have a few stories this morning. Not a whole lot. It was not the it's not the busiest day in news. Of course, yesterday was a big day for the industry as Icon of the Sea was christened and the big to-dos last night. We'll talk about that a little bit, not a whole lot. This will be interesting for Roger. A new cruise line for Jacksonville? That's with a question mark. We don't know for sure, but man, it's certainly looking that way. An itinerary change for Sky Princess. Very similar to the one we talked about last week. On the... Who was that? That was... Uh, Regal Princess? I don't remember which ship it was. But anyway, that's uh, that's coming up today as well. And Legendary Voyages expands. And folks, there's a pretty neat Legendary Voyage sailing out of New York. Some of you may be interested in. So we're going to talk about the new, uh, new Legendary Voyages that are added on for 25 and 26. Today, folks, is National Peanut Butter Day. That doesn't mean a whole lot for me. I I mean, I can take peanut butter or leave it. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. It's not one of my favorite things. But I don't mind it. But my brother-in-law is about turned me against it because he's one of those people that puts peanut butter on everything. Like on hamburgers. And on eggs. And on a steak. <laughs> anyway, he's a peanut butter fanatic. I mean, we keep a big jar of peanut butter just for him. I mean, yeah, I'll take a little peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that. You know, but yeah, not not to and on a burger? No. <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. If you listen to the podcast, you can always access the podcast. Via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Or wherever you get your podcast from, all the big hitters, they all have me uh, listed. Doesn't matter if it's TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, any of them. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News and up pops the Fat Travel Guy. 
There's always a link in the description of the podcast. If you ever want to jump over to the video feed to see now pictures or clips or interviews that we might be having for that day's show, they're always there. Uh, Before we get to, to, to the news portion of today's show, you know, my buddy Nate, he's up there in Skagway right now. Uh, that's what his driveway looks like. Uh, the snow is over the top of his car. And the dog says, Daddy, where the hell some grass? I don't know where to pee. <laughs> that's what it looks like in Skagway. That's why cruise ships don't go up there this time of year. Because there's eight feet of snow. Nate should be down here in Florida. He's going to be down here in Florida next week, I guess, if he can get out of there. So, what it's like up there in Canada, Canada, in Alaska. That's where he is, Alaska. Yeah, Skagway is in Alaska, Chile, not in Canada. (laughs) All right, so... The top story today, I mean, we've got to make mention of it. Nothing else is uh, Icon of the Seas. Royal Caribbean International's Icon of the Seas has been christened in Miami in a star-studded, massive event. It was even streamlined across social media, drawing thousands of viewers. It's like an hour and a half. I watched a couple of minutes of it until it got into speeches and I got bored real quick. I mean, they had all kinds of stuff going on and, you know, but to sit there for an hour and a half on it, you know, I was, by the time I got home yesterday afternoon, I was pretty tired. You know, I got my RSV shot, by the way, that's done. And everybody says my arm's going to be sore. My arm's not sore at all. I'm a little lethargic today, but the arm is fine. I didn't feel it then. I don't feel it today. Uh, And then I went to the eye doctor. Well, I was there for three hours, I guess. I mean, they did all the testing that you have to do for, number one, somebody that takes prednisone. They have special tests for that. Uh, My astigmatism has drastically changed, which means... There's going to be a pretty substantial change in the uh, prescription for the glasses. So no wonder I'm trouble struggling to see things. Uh, It's a combination of age. You know, I'm getting old. And uh, the chemo and and prednisone that I'm on. It has more of a fit on your, uh, uh, more of a, yeah, but more of a problem to your eyesight. So one of my eyes has come dropped drastically in the numbers. I don't know what the numbers need. The other one's gone up drastically. So and they've reversed. One was lower. Now it's going to be higher. I mean, you know, it's just like a seesaw. So anyway, the the new lenses are on order. Because the fr- these frames are brand new, remember my two. That's how this all started, or one of the reasons it started was the frames. Uh, my old frames broke, 
So they just put the new uh, lenses in the uh, new frames that I had to buy. And then my vision wasn't as good. Now, I realize the frames have nothing to do with my vision, folks. But whether it's was it changed the angle or something or all of a sudden the, the chemistry in my body has forced some changes, I, who knows. But anyway, we got new uh, lenses ordered. And they're just going to put them in these frames. Yeah, no sense in me spending money on frames again. Nothing wrong with these. So they got the, you know, the, all the numbers. I'm the same place. So they do whatever they do. They're going to send the lenses in. They'll call me when I get home. And I'll go over there and they put the new uh, lenses in these frames. So rather than me having to spend, you know, I am getting photo grays. Because, I mean, I can order to get two pairs of glasses while I'm there, but I have to spin through the nose to do that. Well, so I'm just getting the new lenses, but I am getting with photo grace, which I have, you know, my old pair, which, oops, which I use when I'm on cruises, you know, outside in the sun because they're photo grace. These are not. Uh, so I'm going to have put photo grace in the new lenses so i'll be able to use these whether i'm indoor or outdoor in the sun or not in the sun while i'm driving uh it should help with the glare at night when i'm driving so got out of there for 24 bucks yesterday i was going to be like 400 dollars. that's what it normally is my insurance kicked in and covered some of it maybe i could have saved some money last time i was there Insurance. I didn't. I don't know. They didn't ask me about it. I didn't ask them about that. I saw I had to pay for glasses. Yeah, I got in and out of there for twenty-four bucks yesterday, and that's with all the extra testing that they had to do. You know, the puffing in your eye, and the, I don't know. I don't understand all that stuff. It's worse than me trying to understand a computer. Anyway, back to the story. I got started on Icon and got sidetracked. Uh, so they live streamed this thing. I found it a little boring myself. I did not watch a lot of it. I watched some. They had a bagpipe serenade. Uh, again, I, you know, I'm, I find bagpipes a little screeching myself. They had blessings from both a rabbi and a pastor. Well, that's, that's okay. wonder why they didn't have from an imam, too. Anyway, they had two uh, religious leaders, and they had a bunch of speeches, you know. Uh, Jason Liberty was there, and uh, uh, several people from Royal Caribbean were there. Yeah, the ship's going to hold 5,600 people at double occupancy, 7,600 if you fill it up with all the berths filled. 2,350 crew members. So technically, you could have 8,950 people on this boat at one time. So I guess the preacher and the rabbi had lots of people that they could be blessing for them. 
The whole event was hosted by actor Mario Lopez. Naming ceremony was held in the Aquadome. She had Royal Caribbean Group, Royal Caribbean International Executives in attendance. As and you know, people from you know over there at the, the shipyard. Yeah, you know, all kinds of uh, dignitaries. I'm sure the mayor of Miami was there. Who knows what? I, I don't know. And of course, the icon's godfather was football superstar Lionel Messi. Most of you American football players call that soccer. The rest of the world calls it football. All in all, about an hour and a half of speeches and entertainment, the new ship will welcome her first guest aboard on the 27th. That would be Saturday. Congratulations to Royal. Congratulations to Icon of the Seas. I will sell on it at some point in time, but I'm not going to spot while they're getting, you know, high-end prices for everything the ship does. I'll wait until the prices come down a little, or I can get a sponsor, or both. So, at some point in time, I'll get on Icon. I did have, uh, I had to send a message to to my buddy and it's in Royal Caribbean uh, Special Needs Coordinator on some issues on uh, ADA compliance on cruise ships. So I sent him a message today and I said, Ron, sorry, man, I haven't talked to you in almost a year. I haven't been on a Royal Caribbean ship in over a year. I've always, when I'm on a, on a Royal Caribbean ship, I send Ron messages, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. I let him know what's going on on his ships, in case he doesn't know. So, and I haven't, you know, it's been a long time. So, I need to correct that. I need to get on some royal ships this year. uh, As well as several others that I hope to get on. But, anyway, we'll see how how things develop. How's that? The uh, the meeting that I've been waiting for that I was hoping was going to be this week has now been put off until next week. So I don't know if I'll know anything while I'm on the cruises or not. But anyway, there's a pretty substantial meeting that's going to be going on that might uh, may or may not affect me and my future. So, all right, I'll be back with uh, a couple more stories. Not a whole lot, but a couple more. After a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Okay, the next story, this one. And Roger might be interested in this one. Is Jacksonville expanding? Well, it kind of looks that way. Norwegian Cruise Line has recently added a new landing page on the website for the port of Jacksonville. That follows an article that was published in the Jacksonville Daily Record where the CEO of Jacksport was quoted as being in talks with a cruise line. CEO of Jacksport, Eric Green, mentioned that a new cruise line could soon begin operating in the Jacksonville area. The cruise line will have larger ship capacity than the current Carnival ship, the Carnival Elation. Now, if it is NCL, and we're, all we're doing is reading tea leaves, folks. Nobody is saying this definitely. It did not come from the folks at Jacksport. It has not come from Norwegian. Just reading some tea leaves. I do know, because I looked at that myself, that Jacksonville is now on the Norwegian website, and it never was before. If it is in CL, there are limitations as to the possible ships due to the height restrictions with the Dames Point Bridge, the ship would have to have, would need an air draft of less than 180 feet. Norwegian Cruise Line's older ships would fit that requirement. So what ships might it be? The possibility of Jim, Jade, Jewel, Dawn, uh, sun, Sky, Spirit, and Star. I think I think that's all that fit in that draft. And again, there's been no confirmation of this from Norwegian. But I, I mean, I wouldn't mind having a Norwegian shipping job. I've not sailed out of Jacksonville. You know, I've never, you know, I've been on Carnival Elation uh, like 100 years ago. So it wasn't on my list of, you know, absolute things with Carnival that I wanted to do. But I did want to sail out of Jacksonville. You know, I love to, I like to drive, I've driven all the way around Jacksonville. When I've gone in and had lunch with with Nikki when she was alive and Roger, lunch or dinner, um, I love the bridges in Jacksonville. I find them fascinating. So I yeah, I need to sail out of there, and I wouldn't mind if one of the Norwegian ships. Again, I like that size ship. Yeah, you know, I don't have to be on the icon of the seas kind of ships. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy on a smaller ship. So this wouldn't bother me in the least. I mean, unless they go in there and they, you know, try to screw you on price. 
I mean, it's still got to be, you know, price competitive to elation. I'm sure Norwegian is smart enough to know that you can't go have a second ship out of a port and try to charge three times the amount. That ain't going to work. Yeah, we'll see. All right, the Sky Princess, you know, I had to do some itinerary changes. Princess has been forced to inform guests of another change for anyone booked on cruise calling on Rotan in Honduras. Guests booked on the February 17th cruise on board Sky Princess sailing from uh, Fort Lauderdale, that's Port Everglades, will be getting a different itinerary than they had originally counted on. Sky Princess originally scheduled to visit Rotan on February 20th will now be calling at that port a day earlier on the 19th. This change has been necessitated by the significant congestion at Rotan with multiple cruise ships scheduled to dock on the same day. The new itinerary sees Sky Princess visiting Belize on the 20th Cozumel on the 21st, a reshuffling of the original schedule. The changes that Princess Cruise Line has been making stem from the fact that Rotan only has the space for three cruise ships per day, while four have been scheduled. The congestion issue is further compounded by the simultaneous presence of several large cruise ships. For instance, on February 20th, Rotan is expected to welcome Carnival Jubilee Enchantment of the Seas and Norwegian Prima, which is a combined guest count exceeding 10,000. Such high volume strain in the port facilities necessitate scheduling adjustments, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I find a couple of things troubling about this story, folks. Number one, this move of the major cruise lines to bigger is better is not necessarily the case because the cruise ship capacity is outdistancing the port capacity. The port infrastructure isn't expanding at the same rate the cruise ship sizes are expanding. So you've got an imbalance there when the cruise ships go in there of what people are going to do ashore. Are they going to be able to get on excursions? Are they going to be able to walk through the streets? Are they, you know, all those things. The other thing, somebody has got to be in charge of scheduling. Now, I don't know if that's the port. I mean, if you can handle three ships, who the hell booked four cruise ships in there? Or is that the cruise lines that they they don't have to clear the port with the port? They just say, we're going to be there on February 20th. And the port goes, oh, thank you, God of cruise ships. Come right on and bring your money. Somebody's got to control that kind of crap. So you don't have this constant changes of itineraries. 
Yeah, it's uh, on on the on the princess Scott Princess. Is it any big deal because you're shuffling the days around? No, there wasn't any massive changes in times or any of those things. It's just different than it was supposed to be. And why does the Sky Princess have to change and not the Carnival Jubilee or the Prima? Or, I mean, you know, this is two times in a row the Princess has had to change. Is Princess some, uh, you know, uh, you know, barefoot nephew that everybody else gets to go first? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that's controlled. Somebody got to straighten up these kind of things in the industry overall. It's just not very professional. That's like me back in the day when I was in the funnel cake business. If I hang out my shin- shingle and sell somebody a funnel cake and hand it to them and get their $5 and say, oh, sorry, I don't have any powdered sugar. Just eat it like it is. No, you know, you don't do that. And if I'm going on a cruise and, and I want to know where I'm going, I want to know where I'm going and when I'm going to be there. I, come on, cruise industry. And it's, I'm not fussing at any particular cruise line or just, uh, the Port of Rotate because I don't know who's at fault. It's just interesting that it's happened at Rotan twice in the last couple weeks. So, and then maybe they need to expand more at the the port level. And I realize that takes the, then you got to get involved in politics. Yeah, you know what I think about politics. And that's not politics in this country, politics everywhere. All right, so uh, let's get on to some good news. How about that? Uh, Holland America. And you guys all know what I think about Holland America. They're expanding the popular legendary voyages. You know, it was just hadn't been more than a month ago that I thought I was going to have, you know, one of the upper level executives on to talk about legendary voyages. Well, I, and I've sent another message off. I haven't heard back from it, but anyway, they've uh, they've done some expansion for itineraries in 2025 and 2026. Of course, legendary voyages are longer cruises that range from 25 to 59 days, and this one is a round tripper from New York. Yeah, that's what I said, folks. It's a 45-day Mediterranean jury journey, round trip from New York. Man, this has got to be a winner. Take a massive trip to Europe and look at all the places you're going to cover in Europe and back to New York without having to get on an airplane. Well, I mean, you got to get to New York, folks. So some of you have to fly to New York, but that beats the hell out of, you know, flying to Rome or to Barcelona or to London. And that's clearly, that's the gems of 
all of the Mediterranean covered there in one fell swoop. It set sail on the 1400 guest Volendam. You know, that's the one that uh, that uh, our buddy uh, was on for 74 days or whatever it was. Bubba. Bubba and Lynn were on the Volendam. They loved the Volendam. And that's the one that had that humongous seafood layout as part of the legendary cruises. Uh, but anyway, this particular voyage is modeled on a cruise that was operated by Holland America in 1925. 20 ports of call, many of which were on the itinerary a century ago, will again be visited. They include destinations in the UK, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Greece, Turkey, and others. I'll tell you what, if I wasn't already doing two trips to Europe, that year, I'd be all over this one, too. All right. In addition to that, the uh, 1900 guest Nordam that I was on uh, this some, this past summer uh, will deploy to the South Pacific and operate three other new legendary voyages. Uh, Nordam will offer two versions of the South Pacific crossing cruise, with the first one departing October 12th, 2025, 27-day sailing uh, cruises from Seattle to Sydney, uh, calling at nine ports. Four calls will be made in Fiji, and guests will enjoy an overnight in Honolulu. A longer version, 36 nights, departs on March 15th, sailing from Sydney to Seattle. 17 ports call when they will guests to explore destinations such as New Caledonia, Vanatau, Vanatu, Fiji, Tonga, Tahiti, the Cook Islands, and Hawaii where late departures are planned for Honolulu and Kona. The third South Pacific itinerary, Islands of the South Pacific, is a 28-day cruise from Sydney to Auckland, New Zealand. The ship will make 20 port calls in seven countries, and guests will have the opportunity to snorkel the Great Barrier Reef. Once again, congratulations to uh, Holland America, I love this legendary voyages program. Um, of course, I'd like to be able to afford to go on one of these or have sponsors to go on one of these now because they're not cheap, but they're not outrageously expensive either. So it's well worth you looking into. By the way, if any of you are interested in pricing it out, let me know. I'll get you the prices for. So be happy to do that. Maybe that puts me in good with some of the people. Who knows? All right. That wraps up the news portion on this. What's today? Wednesday. Traveling Cruise Industry News Podcast. Let's see who's fussing at me over in the chat room. Mike's with us from the other side of the pond. Hey, Mike. Good to see you, as always, every day. Steve's with us from Kentucky. I heard Gary older than dirt getting ready to join up with Gary come Sunday. Gary's going to be with me on both cruises, as a matter of fact. So looking forward to that. Robert's with us. Hi, Robert. There's Hot Air Tom. Donna Mootry. Good morning. Donna, oh, Diana Mootry. Sorry. Again, it's season. The eyesight and the 
and the reading of the chat room is difficult. Uh, Cindy's with us. Hey, Cindy. Dennis says, hello. Hey, Dennis. Emily's with us. See there, Emily, you're up again. Man, did you quit sleeping late? So. Wet and rainy in New Rochelle. Yeah. I think it's that must be that way up all the way up and down in the East Coast. Same here in San Antonio. At least, guys, it's not snow for us. It's actually going to be 60 here today. And uh, like um, supposed to have showers all week. But like Friday when I leave here, the high here is supposed to be like 75. So, Gary says 76 and sunny in Florida. I like it, Gary. I'm coming, brother. I'm on my way. I'm ready to go this time. Yeah, I've been home for, I've been home for over a month now. I'm, you know, I got to get on a boat pretty soon. I don't like getting land legs. <laughs> Let me get on a ship. And for Dennis, I'll even call it his ship today. He hates me calling it a boat. Emily says, Texas, my uncle and family are in Houston. Yep. Katie's with us. Good morning, Katie. I had to laugh about Katie wanting to know. I was teasing her about finding out about the bubbles on icons. She wanted to know where the hell she's supposed to find the bubbles. I don't know. I was just reading the news story, Katie. Yeah, that's great. Tilly, good luck with your new lenses for your glasses. Now you will be able to see better finally. Man, I hope so. I can't, I can't believe that you know, I've gone through you know, 50 years of inch and changing, just small changes in my eyesight. And sometimes, you know, I'd have the eye tested in the same prescriptions. Good. This was a pretty massive change. So eh, we'll see. All right. Let's see who else we got here. Um. Yodi will be on my sailing. Very good. Fantastic, Katie. I know Yodi from the Disney community on here. She's also a lounge fly addict. I hope you meet Pa, too. Kenneth Willis, I'm in Pennsylvania. Hi, Kenneth. Hot Air Tom says, a few years ago, NCLCO CEO, did say that as the Prima class ships are added, the older ships would be moved to some new ports like Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Norfolk. I don't mind that at all. Of course, we have had some, you know, they had sun and sky both in Baltimore this year. So, uh, somebody's, somebody's there now. But yeah, I don't mind that at all. I don't mind opening making new ports more viable. Um, so yeah, especially 
you know, let the larger ships go to the larger ports that can handle them. And let's keep using these older, smaller ships. Let's not kill them all like we did when we lost Cuba. You know, a lot of these ships that Norwegian's still dealing with, you know, if Cuba was open, are still ships that could possibly go to Havana. Uh, some of the larger ones may not make it, but uh, some of them would still make it to Havana and some of the ports in Cuba. And I don't know anything about that getting opened again, folks. I'm just saying. Katie, check the weather temps for your cruise date. Next week in Miami is going to be cooler. Going to be in the 80s on Saturday when we depart. Wow, I can drive to New York. Yeah. Wow. I can, too, if I have to. And with what I had to pay for an accessible cab from LaGuardia to Brooklyn, of course, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if this sells out of Manhattan. I'm not sure where it's going to sell out of Holland, America. Ooh. Holland, America probably sells out of Manhattan. So maybe it wouldn't be the $130 it was from LaGuardia to Brooklyn. But I mean, you know, for $130 in cab fare, twice, $260, I'd pay gas in my car from Virginia to New York. Yeah, it would take me some time and I'd have to pay for parking. New York parking sucks. But, I mean, that's a possibility. Especially if you can find a hotel that'll let you park there for a reasonable rate. Joanne says, y'all, hit the like button. I do appreciate that. I haven't said that today, have I? Yeah, hit that like button. And if you haven't, take this as my invitation to subscribe. That'll help the channel out tremendously. Because I'm rushing head on toward 10,000 subscribers. Uh, cooler next week and check the forecast temperatures for the ports you'll be uh, visiting. Probably not getting off the ship. I bring a variety of clothes just in case. Thanks for the tips, Dennis. Lena Williams says, hello. Hello. How are you doing? Doing fine. Thank you. Yadi. Yadi, I said that wrong, didn't I? NYC parking sucks for sure. Yeah, I know. But, uh, I mean, I haven't looked at it from a long-term kind of thing. I might have to come up with... I'm not, I'm not going to go on this cruise. I've already got four months that I'm going to be in Europe in 2025. I can't take off and go for another, you know, six weeks as much as I'd like to. I do like that itinerary, though. I'll tell you that, folks. That's, I mean, if I'm still alive in three years or so, uh, you're going to definitely see me on some of those ships. I always book the car park. 
online for New York City save a lot. Yeah. The problem with some of them for me, uh, Dennis, is that I have to have accessible transportation to get to the, the ship from wherever I park. New York probably has accessible cabs available, accessible anything available. Richmond, you know, I fly out of Richmond a lot here in Virginia. And my place to park that I've used numerous times in Richmond, it's not accessible. They don't have accessible transportation. And my chair, you cannot pick it up and put it on the on the bus thingy like you did my little fold-up chair because it's too heavy and doesn't fold. So I got to have a ramp or a lift. So, but yeah, I mean, if I have to, if I come up with something like that, I will start exploring uh, more detailed, which I haven't done. Uh, if I had the time, that would be a nice subject to do, uh, you know, accessible parking to sail out in New York or to visit New York. Yeah, that'd be a nice subject for a little research. So I'll have to research the accessible taxis in New York City. The airport taxi fare you paid was outrageous. I, you know, I agree. And the thing is, it was, you know, 131 way and then coming back to the uh, back to the airport was uh, 120. So I saved 10 bucks. I was still just outrageous. And what I was told was sailing from Brooklyn from Red Hook, it's about equidistant from Kennedy and LaGuardia. A little difference, you know. If you're selling out of Manhattan, it's a lot closer from Kennedy to Manhattan Terminal than it is to Brooklyn. But just saying. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Again, I've got to get everything processed. Hopefully, I'll get out this afternoon, run some of my errands. So tomorrow will be set aside exclusively for packing and loading and getting the car ready for Friday. Uh, I'll do a show early Friday. So if any of you are up and about, of course, I realize you guys on the other side of the pond, that's still the middle of the day for you guys. But anyway, that's what we're going to do. A little early show Friday, and then I head to Florida. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. Thanks for being with me. As always, you guys know how much I love each and every one of you. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. You guys have a fantastic day. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live.
This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.